This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Blockbuster Rewatch, Podfather, Scott Scola, Andy Addington here, watching uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, continuing my Star Wars watch, only the second movie in, but let's uh, let's go, let's uh, watch on Disney Plus, and let's play in 3, 2, 1. Okay. Alright, so this came out in 1980s. Is this the first one you saw in theaters? So we got the crawl going here. So, is this the first one you saw in theaters? Can you hear me? I still, I mean, I'm, I have the, the, uh, crawl. Am I too far ahead still? No, I'm in the crawl. You can, you can hear me though, right? Check your slider buttons. Are you, are you, is your one slid all the way over your balance? Maybe that's what's going on. So you, you don't, because you can control whether you hear the movie or me more. I can hear now. Okay, cool. All right. So there we go. All right. So, uh, so this, uh, so you didn't see a New Hope in theaters, right? Because you were only uh, four. No, I was three. I was only three. Uh, Let's see. Did it come out before? Uh, uh, did it come out before? I remember what date. Before my birthday, I think it did. Yeah, it came out May May twenty fifth. So I was three yeah, when I A New saw, Hope came I out. I was four, and I saw. I actually saw it. I didn't. Uh, I did not see New Hope until in theaters mm-hmm. until uh, nineteen ninety seven when the redo came out with all that crap in it. So um, this I did see in theaters. I remember yeah, I, going to, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was, I just turned 10, sorry, seven. I was 10 when Jedi came out. Yeah. I just turned seven and I went to the uh, Forest Theater in West Haven, Connecticut, which is mm-hmm. no longer there. And uh, my dad, I mean, it was only a week and the theaters were still freaking packed. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the front row at the theater. This is one of those one room, old school, one room theaters. Yeah, yeah. So I literally was doing this and my father was oh, not pleased, God. but that's why he was oh, yeah, a great dad. Cause he's very patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Stiff. That's stiff neck. Definitely. I remember seeing, yeah. uh, uh, the real release of, um, Phantom Menace. And I think we were like third or fourth row in one of the, I think one of the theaters in Norwalk. And we we're like, <laughs> gotcha. Well, maybe trouble. I don't know. It was, it was pre uh, stadium seating. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how long have we really had stadium seating? Like, f- not even 15 years, probably? Yeah. Uh, no, maybe a, selected theaters for a while. Right. But every everywhere now has it, pretty much. You know, or, or 
a form of stadium seating, like you know, right. elevated seating. Right. I tell you though, for 1980, they're pretty good uh, creatures here. You know, the pro the pro droid still is one of the coolest mechs in Star Wars. I think still holds up. Yeah, uh, I had a Wampa. Oh. He was a he was about that big, and he and he had the big arms, and his arms could move with because they had rubber bands, and you could swat and flip action figures like twenty feet. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I I had a Tauntaun with a removable stomach. Uh, I had a Tauntaun, and the stomach was it was like rubber, and yeah. you could stick like guys in it. So you used to walk yeah. around with with Luke's head sticking out like he was like it was a kangaroo, but uh, <laughs> but um. We're in the base on Hoth. I was very excited mm-hmm. when uh, when this movie came out. And that, the next two Christmases, Christmas 80 and Christmas 81, were the two summers that I really loaded up on my, on my uh, Star Wars stuff. I remember uh, 80, I got a lot of guys. And I think I got a snowspeeder. But Christmas 81... Is the Christmas that I'll always remember as as my first one that that meant a lot to me because that was the one that I got uh, the Millennium Falcon oh, and the Falcons and the Falcons my shit so because yep. uh, that's this is my guy that you're seeing on the screen right now oh yeah Han I uh, yep. 19 Christmas '79 I remember going through I found a clothing box and I was like ah oh, damn this clothes open it up Star Wars figures filled awesome. yeah. I uh I got the Death Star set. Um, I got Dagobah, you know, later. Uh, I did not have Dagobah actually. No, I didn't cool have Dagobah because it had the, had a rock you push down and then it elevated <laughs> stuff on the other side. Oh, that's like, cool. Had, like you put shit up in the thing and a <laughs> All right, so so now so we're three years past. Definitely um, have all you know. You definitely see how Leia and Luke are definitely have gotten older. Han looks the same for the most part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's actually a good point, Andy. In the three years between these movies, he didn't, he didn't age uh, uh, Harrison Ford, but Carrie Fisher. Well, don't forget in the three years since the first one, uh, uh, Mark Hamill got in that bad car accident and, and messed his face up. So he looked very different. You could tell the scars were pretty much healed by that point. Yeah. But he uh, he had a, he had like major reconstructive face surgery, so he was he was uh, totally different looking, but definitely had aged. And Carrie Fisher definitely you could use a good kiss. Uh, great line. Um, I read uh, a Wookie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher definitely uh, aged um, uh, in the three years because she looked. She wasn't even, I mean, she wasn't a teenager, obviously. She was in her 20s at this point, but uh, she definitely um, probably in his uh, late teens, it felt like, in 77. But clearly by this movie, it almost seems like she aged like a decade. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying she looked old, old, but she definitely didn't look like, she looked like, she looked like a, someone who had been being chased by the Empire for three years. Yeah. If that she, makes any she was, sense. She was a kid in the first one, basically. Yeah. There, she's not, not so much. I mean, she grows into it. And, you know, you see uh, uh, 
you know, Han wanted to get out of here, you know, typical Han, right? Get my shit, let me go. And then his bond with Luke is still pretty strong where he's, uh, he's willing to uh, go out there in these uh, sub-zero temperatures to go rescue him. My friend's out in it. Yeah. I had the Han Hoff. In fact, I told my mom I wanted a blue, uh, a blue uh, winter coat with a fluffy hood for Christmas. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Ha! Um, but uh, yeah, the, the um, well, the connection emotionally between Han and the rebellion hadn't really happened yet, as far as we were concerned. He helped blow up the Death Star. He got his medal, but he had his he had his shit to do. You know, Jabba yeah. still wanted his head on a stick, so he wasn't like. He wasn't invested in the cause yet. He obviously would, you know, probably within the next half hour of this movie. This is a new scene because uh, I definitely remember as a kid not watching the Wampa eating the Tauntaun. Uh, I think that would have been a little jarring for a seven-year-old. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously the 97 redo because yeah. uh, you didn't see the Tauntaun's face. Like, like all this of him eating the, like, you did not see any of this. And like with the goop coming out of his mouth like that, this is all post 97 because in the original movie, you don't see the Tauntaun's face until a few minutes from, uh, not Tauntaun, the uh, Wampa's face until right now when he's about to go at Luke in the cave. Uh, So this is definitely like, like, this is where like my, my affectionate nickname for George Lucas is Turkey Jowls because he has like all of this jowl now. Um, (laughs) Turkey Jowls. Ruined everything by having us see what the Wampa looks like. I had no problem not knowing what the Wampa looked like until this very last part. Yeah. Like, right? When he falls, right there. That's the only part of of the... You didn't see him crawling with no arm. Like, that was all new. The only time you saw the Wampa was right there when he was coming at him before Luke chopped his arm off. That was it. The rest of it was all Lucas wanting to take away our imagination and make us have to see everything. Like, imagine if you're a seven-year-old kid and you're sitting here picking Tauntaun ribs. I mean, that's... I mean, it's cool now when you're an adult, yeah. but I feel like... I feel like, uh, you know... You know, what Lucas did to these movies, it, it would be like Spielberg going back to Jaws and making the shark work from the beginning. Correct. You know? Yep. The, the shark not working was the best thing to happen to Jaws. Absolutely. It, it made it made its, like, this, the fear of the unknown and all that stuff. It was just... And as a matter of fact, I've always, I've always contested, or I've always uh, said that the fact the shark didn't work won John Williams the Oscar, because John Williams' score was the shark for the first hour and forty minutes or whatever. You see, if you see him eating Chrissy in the beginning, I mean, the movie still would have been great, but wouldn't have been the same without the theme when the shark's like you know on the on the on the attack. I mean that 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 just heightens it, you know. It hits you like all your senses emotionally. Totally, I agree with you one hundred percent. Now, here's a poor now of course, Luke here. is out here in the. This is like a typical Connecticut winter right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, How the hell do you think I want to move um, in a few years? <laughs> right, it's crazy. Uh. I wonder if, uh, Tom- yeah, I I was attracted to Hans. Not well, I was attracted to the character of Han Solo right out of the gate. Like he was my guy. I, I yeah, I gravitated. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. 
I gravitated to Han Solo right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my guy. I liked the smuggler, the, cool. the scoundrel. He was cool. He was, he was absolutely that's, cool. No, that's like the one one little word. He was cool. He had this he was cool. wit, the way he carried himself, his expressions. Yep. I mean, he showed humility at times. It's funny. And it also made it also made Harrison Ford cool. Yeah. Because in the next two years, before Jedi, he would make he would make Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then he would make Blade Runner. Yeah. So he became Stephen and George's cool guy. Exactly. You know, it's one of those. You know, I, how many people have played as many iconic characters as Harrison Ford? Not a lot. Right. It's a short list. The guy is the face of two franchises. Yeah. Nobody has that. And as you know, and, and Indy's back. <laughs> you know? He is. June 30th, the Dial of Destiny. I hope it's better. You know, I want to say that on a side note while we're... It can be worse. <laughs> while 3PO and R2-D2 were talking, I just watched all four movies in a row to get myself ready. Mm-hmm. And I so I rewatched watched uh, The Crystal Skull. I didn't hate it as much the first, now. I, I, I think the, uh, the mystical alien thing annoyed me in 2008. Yeah. Didn't quite annoy me now, but I still it lost. It, it was supposed to be something historical. It's funny that it was very Christian. The first, yeah. the two, not counting Temple of Doom, because you had the Ark of the Covenant in the first one, and you had the Holy Grail in the third one. I don't know what other Christian iconography you could have used for the next one, but um, it was fine. It was fine for what it was. I mean, I know a lot of people yeah. who didn't. A lot of people didn't want him to marry Marion. He should have stayed single, but I. I was okay with that. Yeah, I mean, when I when I rewatched it, I think it was like last year when we did a blockbuster rewind with tech. I I didn't I I actually liked it better than I than when I saw it in the theater, and now the uh, the poor Tauntaun just freezes Ugh. to death here. Uh, every, every time I watch this with my daughter, she this is like her favorite part because he's got she, you know, with the iconic line here. Uh, you know, that's about to come after uh, Han uses a lightsaber for the first time. I always thought that was cool. He held it like a like a wiffle bat. It's like, yeah. so great. Look at He's like, ugh. Ooh, ah. There you go. <laughs> ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but it'll keep you warm. <laughs> I thought they smelled bad. Uh, On the outside. <laughs> uh, I hope, to, I, for the for the Wampa's sake, I hope the Tauntaun tastes better than it smells. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yes. Country probably ribs. Like, probably like camel meat. Probably. I've never had camel, by the way. So I'm not, uh, no, me neither. Just, just an no. assumption. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, one thing I love, and we start to get into it more here than we... You know, we do in um, in the first movie is is the uh, we're starting to do a little more planet jumping, right? And we're learning that uh, there are planets that are um, have specific climates. You know, yes, I feel like Earth. yeah, I feel like they covered all the bases. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, that's one thing I love that. Like when whether it's uh, you know the cartoons or the the video games, it's like you're going to all these different places. Our, our our first uh, 
Shout out to Snow Speeders here. I had a Snow Speeder. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, I had an ATAT, an ADAT, as they say. I have an, with the ADATs, I got a story to tell you about my cruise uh, pertaining to ADATs. We'll get to that when uh, we'll get to that uh, when they to the scene when they come up. I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed. Let's put it this way: I'm embarrassed. I'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that when yeah. the ADATs come on. But yeah, um, and, and the vehicles are cool too. Have you have you watched the vehicle fly throughs? I don't know. I think I watched. One. Yes. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Very cool. I have those in my fleet, my little fleet that I used to have on my desk when I actually went to the office. <laughs> Imagine if we had Bacta today. Imagine oh that. I mean, oh I'd God. live in it. I'd oh live God. in it. <laughs> it would be daily for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So is, so is this the car accident stuff you see on the Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So he wrote, kind of wrote it in a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you. That's to Yomi Jr. You're just to keep me around. Then we have the, uh, you know, this scene pisses me. The backlash of this scene by people just absolutely infuriates me. Absolutely infuriates me. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Another classic. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Laugh it up, fuzzball. She expressed her true feelings for me. <laughs> Who's Scruffy? <laughs> we did Scruffy looking nerf herder. Who's Scruffy looking? Which is funny because he never had a beard. No, not really. Okay, this is icky. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though, but... At the time, no, it wasn't. But that's the thing, like... This is where current society can suck a dong. Um, <laughs> why Why do we have to blank that out of the movie? Why? We don't. Because we have to retro it? No. Nobody knew any better. Just shut up and move on. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew any better. It was closed mouth. But the point is, at the time, you didn't know. Yeah, People are stupid. Know, know. People shouldn't have shiny toys. They should be taken away from them. <laughs> Anyway, I had to get through that, so. That's okay. Um, Anthony Daniels here, back to c 3 field, only one to appear in all the movies. Correct. I got that trivia question right. More on that in a minute. <laughs> uh, I had a probe droid also. Those were cool. The were probe big. droid? They were big. Yeah, the probe droid, they were big. I like this when we get <laughs> Chewy coming up in a second. Looks like your dog when he sticks his face in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> I still love that we see them. I mean, we just saw them in uh, in Mando. Uh, you know, they, they showed up in some of the cartoons, even uh, little mini ones. I'm three episodes to go in Rebels, by the way. And then I get to, uh, I start the band batch. Yep. Hmm. I get the fleet. Oh, always get chills. 
hearing the uh, you know the Imperial March and a, an Imperial Star Destroyer. To this day, it's still my mother's ringtone. Uh, I, it's I have I know multiple Yankee fans that this is their ringtone. <laughs> and of course, this is where it debuts. The first time you ever hear it is in this scene. It was not in the first movie. No. That's a great ship. Oh yeah, just so massive and awesome. What I liked about this, looking back, what I liked about Empire is that other than the one scene that Vader is talking to Emperor, probably in another, I don't know, 45 minutes, this was like Vader's movie. Like, yeah. he didn't have the Empire, he didn't have the Emperor busting his chops. This was, Vader was calling the shots. Oh, look, there's Admiral Ozzel. He won't live. Um, uh, th- this, was, this was definitely uh, like Vader's movie. Yeah. Definitely cool. And as much you, as I, I love Vader, watching Rebels, Am- Grand Admiral Thawne, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's almost 1A, man. Well, it's funny. You know, it's funny about Thawne. It's funny about Thawne because he, in the original line of novels before Disney decided to reboot, Thawne uh, didn't show up until well after Jedi. He doesn't. He's part of the the one of the big trilogies post Jedi. Okay. Uh, but then when Disney bought it and decided to reboot, they wanted to backtrack Thawne, and Thawne ended up showing up in in Rebels and in the timeline there rather than later on. And he's, yeah, he's coming in Ahsoka too. So I mean, I mean, he is just so smart and calm, like just yep. just just that, that presence of his. It's yep. Incredible. Vader's just a bad. Take ass. care, sir. He is. That's proven in uh, Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that scene. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. That's the Vader everybody thought. That's the Vader everybody wanted at times in these movies, and we never got. Yeah. So badass. And not to uh, not to spoil uh, Jedi Fallen Order, but, you know, you do, Vader shows up at the end of that, and you have to, you have to battle him. Yeah. So yes, you do. It's damn cool. Yeah, it is cool. So you would say this movie is Vader time, then? <laughs> Be cool, Darth Vader walked around with a uh, with a, a cloak that had like fur on it, like Vader's did. Be pretty great. I love his chamber too. It's cool. What the, mm-hmm. I don't know if we see that in the movies, like how they launch Tie Fighters. I don't know if that comes to later. How they're like hanging and they just yeah. I love that. And who's that? Julian Glover, greatest bad guy in the history of cinema. No one, no one has showed up. System. Guess what? Admiral Russell's about to. Mm-hmm. Is stupid. Troops. Um, Julian Glover has been a bad guy in the following franchises: Doctor Who, Star Wars. James Bond, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, Wow, Game of Thrones. 
Six I, I of the most iconic franchises of the last 45 years, and Julian Glover has been a bad guy in all of them. Two of them I haven't seen. Doctor Crazy. Who and Game of Thrones. Who is he in Potter? He's uh, the snake. He oh. voices the snake. Oh, he's, oh, he voices Nagini. Okay. He voices Nagini. Yep. Cool. And of course, he's he was in an he was in a one of the great Tom Baker series of Doctor Who in 1979 called uh, City of Death. Uh, he was obviously here. He was Christatos in Four Your Eyes Only, one of the greatest Bond movies ever. He was uh, um, uh, what's his name in uh, Last Crusade? I can't think of it. Donovan Walter Donovan. Yeah. Yep. He was Nagini in, in, and he was oh. what's his face in. Uh, Game of Thrones. Although he was almost like a tweener. He, he was like the big show. He was a face one episode, a heel the other, he bounced back and forth. He was like the Lex Luger of uh, Game of Thrones characters. I will tell you my... I'm waiting for the ad-ads to show up so I can tell you my uh, cruise story. It, had nothing, it has nothing to do with CM Punk either, so... Uh, <laughs> although something did happen with Punk while I was gone, figures. Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing is, nothing is uh, dramatic as 2011, but... Yeah. Um, they got their, their the ion cannon. Yeah. The hey, big cannon. Celebrate. <laughs> ah, I love the back to back too. Yes, Dak. Mm-hmm. Like you and Tech. <laughs> hope you go, I hope you're going to see the new indie with Tech. <laughs> Probably. Tech or my brother or both, depending who goes first. In Milford, probably. I saw in Milford. <laughs> or North. Uh, no, North Haven. North Haven. Yeah. North Haven. All right. There's the ad ads. Mm-hmm. So. On my cruise, as you know, for anybody who goes on cruises, doesn't have to be World Caribbean. This, in this case, it was, but it could be anything. There's usually trivia, and uh, World Caribbean trivia is usually twenty questions, and uh, if you win, usually you give away something, a, a, a cup or a koozie or a light, a, a highlighter. That was the big thing on the cruise, a highlighter. So. When I saw that Star Wars trivia was one of them, I, I looked at my goddaughter and I went, I went, oh, God, there can't be that many nerds on this on this uh, cruise. I've got this thing in the bag. <laughs> so I go into the bar that it's hosting, and there were 20 questions, and I got 19 of the 20 right, and I lost because some schmuck got 20 out of 20. I will ask you the question, Mr. Atherton, and let me know if you know it. What does ADAT mean? Oh, God. I might have had one too many blueberry mojitos on that day because I brain farted and only got half of it right. I, You got me. Because when, when we did trivia night, I wrote the questions. Right, that's true. <laughs> uh, ADAT means all-terrain armored transport. I, I knew transport. I didn't. I didn't know the. Thing I there. forgot our armor. I thought it was all terrain attack, attack transport. Oh. and it's all terrain uh, assault 
transport. Anyway, I got it wrong, and it pissed me off. But uh, but I did win a trivia. I I did I did win. I did win one trivia on the cruise. I did win Elton John. Uh, so uh, Elton John named that tune. So I did win a cup and a koozie. So I, I bet but, you uh, were probably cursing all night too. <laughs> I was. I was. I even got Camino, where the clones are made. Nobody else except me and the other guy got it right. Where the clones are made. It's crazy. Didn't, didn't, if you don't want, you just have to right. see episode two. It's not, it's not and all eight seasons of Clone Wars. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know. Now we have I the battle the- here. It's a good, good, good little battle here. Good little battle here. I enjoy yeah. this. I love the edits. What freaked me out though was that you know we didn't see them again until Rogue One, and seeing them on a beach was really cool. <laughs> it was. I agree. Like, yeah, I just like I agree with you on that. I'm only in the snow. So right. This scene here, they take the adats out, and of course, Captain nice America shot, Jensen. Makes a reference to this. Have you seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? That's how they take uh, Giant Man down. <laughs> uh, I would just love to like see like this whole set, like the miniatures. <laughs> Just walk into that room. Ha <laughs> Yes, Wedge returns. Jeez, I wonder how long it took him to build this base. <laughs> and this, What's this that? Old ass what? You're building this base in this cold ass planet here. <laughs> I know. Out of all the places you could have put a put a base. <laughs> So one thing we didn't really acknowledge that uh, Obi-Wan visits uh, Luke at the Force Ghost and tells yes. him to go to the Dagobah system. Yes. We don't know what that is or who he's talking about. He does mention the name Yoda, and we're not quite sure what's going on. But that's on the back burner at the moment because they got to get off off. So. Yes. It's a very cool battle, though. And then the ATST, right? That's what the little yes. Ones those were the those were the two legged ones in uh, in Jedi. I always thought it funny that do do the adats. Well, there's an ATST right there, actually. Yeah, I did love the uh, snow troopers. They were cool. They were the ones with the long helmets that you just saw. Yeah. Those guys were cool. I had I had like three of those guys. I had at least you know because you have to have more when you're when you're doing your sets and you're creating your scenarios. You need more than one stormtrooper. You don't have one stormtrooper, so I always got three of all of them. I couldn't have more than that because I needed to get other guys. But I had three regular stormtroopers, three snow stormtroopers, three of the the ones on uh, Endor. You have to have at least three to set up your your speed bike guys. Yeah, the whole. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, Cobra on GI Joe they introduced exactly. Yeah, but it's very cool. Yeah, they have a. Some new, cool new um, uh, Star Wars Lego sets uh, come out recently too. Mm. One of them is the, uh, the the speeder bike scene in uh, Jedi, and the, and the helmets too. They got some really cool helmets that I want to get. They have Commander Cody and Captain Rex. Captain Rex, love Rex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love you too. <laughs> 
I'm glad she doesn't have two Danishes on her head in this movie. Like she has one giant bunt cake on her head. I like that. <laughs> Why are you still here? Well, I don't know. That's what happened to me when I went to see Bad Moms too, in the theater. It was like one other guy, and and I when I sit down, this woman next to me goes, "Why are you here?" Ah! I said because my girlfriend wouldn't let me go with her because she wanted to go with her friends. I got past the Jello shot in that movie. There was champagne getting popped. It was. The weird, I was, I was in this like weird, like you know, people brought jello shots. Wow, women did. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm texting Ellen, and she's like, "You better not take it because you're gonna get roofied, and you're gonna wake up in some, you know, divorced Westport housewives." <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a Westport housewife, they won't steal your wallet at least. Because <laughs> you're just a sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah, I live, I, but I live somewhere else. I live in Trumbull, so. <laughs> I would be the sugar daddy. Could have walked. They'd be my sugar yeah. mommy. <laughs> I love how Luke uh, takes out the ad ad here with a little with uh, a bomb. Yep. Down he goes. Hmm. Wonder who. I, it could have been Lucas. It had to have been either John Dykstra or one of those, one of those, uh, one of those uh, um, ILM guys that came up with like the fact to make dinosaur, ba- dinosaur bad guys. Yeah, you know, basically. Yeah, well, that's really yeah. I never really noticed. You know, that, that's how, kind of how they move. Yeah. Oh boy, now they're trapped. Now, you played Shadows of the Empire, right? On N64. Yes. Yeah. And that takes place, that, that starts right here. Yes. Yep. Right? Dash, Dash Rendar, right? I can't, Dash I, Rendar, yeah. It's a blur to me, except for the opening. Like this, that, that you take off, you're like, after everybody's already gone, you get out. That's another guy that I think uh, Disney Plus needs to explore, Dash Rendar. Just like I think. I've always said that Wedge needs a uh, Wedge needs maybe not his own series, but we need something for Wedge. Yeah. I don't know. Is he, he he's not in that book, right? That I that I lent you like how many years ago? Yeah, sit right over here with all the side stories. I don't know yes, if a nope. It's it's right over there. I'm looking right at it from a certain point of view. It's right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, I haven't had a chance to open it yet. That's not the kind of book that's easy to read. It's like a textbook. So you gotta, you gotta. I'd like to read it one day. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta... I thought you already did. No. I How about I read it now? It. I can read it now. <laughs> so here we go. Listen, okay. Atherton, you bitch and moan about people throwing dirty laundry out in podcasts. Don't talk about me not reading your books, okay? It was pre-pandemic. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roofie you and give it to the Westport where you can throw it up on your lawn. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so we get a, a Millennium Falcon with no, uh, with no, uh, uh, nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. And Vader recognizes the ship too. Damn it. 
Thank God we're getting out of this depressing planet. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, Dingham is not much better. No, that's Connecticut in the spring. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I do. I mean, I have this Lego, uh, the Dingham Lego set too, which is very cool. I just feel like the Legos are so expensive. I you know, I know. I I I had uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred that I I had put together a few weeks ago, but that you know the thing's two hundred something dollars. It's like you, know, you get this thing. It's like this big box, and you go, oh, it's this big. <laughs> yeah, but I do love the uh, the renewal of uh, Star Wars Legos, like coming out coming back, and also they got. They just introduced uh, some Indiana Jones sets. Three PO always getting in the way. <laughs> it's like two uh, two battleships just colliding on the water. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, everything is pretty much relatable that happens. Like you said, the dinosaur, you know, walking ad-ads, you have, it's like, it's like they're, it's, they're, they're like cruise ship, like boats. You know, you have dog fights. Hmm. And there goes no hyperdrive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're in trouble. <laughs> Who's driving the thing? <laughs> the I know. There. Never tell me the odds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he even surprises himself sometimes. He always has that Han run <laughs> to him. That wasn't a blast. Something hit us. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite Millennium Falcon maneuver sequences of the of the movies. Bobbing and weaving out of the uh, asteroids was always very cool. Yeah. Would be ship, crazy would to follow that size too. Crazy to follow us. <laughs> Here it is. Never tell me the odds. Love that line. Well, he's got the best lines in the whole franchise. So, since uh, from one CEO to another, right? This is the book that he's talking about. Yep. Okay, I'm going to put it on eBay to pay his pod <laughs> bean. So. That's- Actually, my Mind you, I've gone to the office every day, and you go to the office like four times. Not by choice. And then when I went to your house, you didn't have any food for AEW, so. I'm going to read while you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the director for a minute. Okay. Because, uh, obviously, George, while well, well, the uh, Falcons bobbing and weaving the TIE Fighters, uh, 
Irving Kirshner directed uh, Empire. Uh, George, uh, Turkey Jowls, I don't think directed another one until Phantom. Yeah. Did, he direct, did he direct all three of them? All three of the prequels or just yeah. Phantom? No, I think he directed all three. I could double check while we're on. Yeah, I'm not sure. But Irving Kirshner directed uh, this one. Um, not a sci-fi guy. As a matter of fact, he was more of a like romantic drama guy. He just had a movie that came out a couple years earlier. Um, and now he's flying into the asteroid, which is very cool. Uh, meanwhile, Luke is off to uh, this mysterious planet that uh, Ben told him about called Dagobah. So, Irving Kirshner... You are, you are correct. He, he directed all three of the prequels. Okay. Um, and uh, Richard Marquand uh, directed uh, Return of the Jedi. So, But Irving Kirshner, well-known old-school director, you know, this was his first... Uh, this was his first... Uh, foray into sci-fi fantasy. He was mostly like a, a drama guy. As a matter of fact, yeah. I'm going to look up now. Um, so now we're in the Florida swamp, basically. Yes, we are. We're in the glades. Yeah. Oof, with this, uh, these uh, flying things. Definitely not on Hoth anymore. It's like when you leave, like, you know, New York and it's like, you know, 20 degrees out and you land in Florida and it's like, you know, 93 with full humidity. Yeah. <laughs> Which the opposite. Happened. Uh, I back from Florida at 85 degrees, coming back to Connecticut, it was 12 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Irvin Curry, he's since passed away. He passed away in 2010 at the age of 87. Uh, let's see. As direct, He only directed... Uh, he only directed, uh, let's see, five. He only directed fifteen movies. He was mostly known as a uh, a professor at UCLA or USC. Hmm. I forgot which one. I think UCLA. Uh, I think UCLA. Um. <laughs> USC. Okay. So a little background on. Yeah, I know. He's stuck in the bog here. <laughs> Kind of reminiscent of the uh, that way the, the, the trash compactor uh, creature a little bit. Yes, that's another addition too. That was not in the original movie. That what's that? That that thing yeah. in the water, right? That no, that was in the original. Oh, that seeing that 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 thing come. From yeah, that fit. Yeah, that was in the original, and the eyeball that pops up too. That was in the original yeah. too. Ah. Oh boy. Droids don't taste good though. As we'll find out in a second. <laughs> I love it. I still pop every time I hear the R2 D2 scream. <laughs> and he's all full of uh, throat guts. Oh god. Swamp creature bile and shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Everything muckety muck. So based on on some backstory, uh, while he's cleaning up R two, Irvin Kershner was picked by George Lucas because he knew him from USC. He wanted. Uh, because we already had the story established, uh, Lucas wanted a character development based director, oh. and uh, and Irvin Kershner again was a guy who did a lot of you know romantic dramas and period pieces and that kind of crap. So he he directed a movie called the actually you know what he directed uh, his last movie before Empire is a pretty damn good horror movie. I don't know if you ever heard of it, Andy. It's got. Uh, Faye Dunaway in it called The Eyes of Laura Mars. Never heard no, of they're actually very well known. Uh, Faye Dunaway movie. She's a uh, she's clairvoyant. She's a, a fashion photographer who develops clairvoyant ability to witness disturbing serial murders from the point of view of the killer. It's a great movie, actually. Yeah, sounds, sounds interesting. Concept. Highly recommend it. It's Faye Dunaway, so you know it doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, just got the first uh, image of Vader without his helmet on. Yes, the back of his yeah, they're, they're really short gooped thing, up, yeah. yeah, his gooped up head. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, the last two movies Irvin Kershner directed were also from franchises. He actually directed Never Say Never Again, which is the uh, bastard stepchild of the Bond movies. And then in 1990, his final movie, he actually directed RoboCop 2. So, and that was the last movie he directed. And then he passed away in 2010. So. Wow. Watch that for uh, Blockbuster Rewind a while ago. That was an interesting episode with Bronx Johnny. <laughs> Take the professor to the back and plug him into the hyperdrive. <laughs> uh, the tension between these two. Still going. Ah, <laughs> uh, the byplay. So awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. No, he's got is this your favorite, uh... Yeah. Is this your favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah. Because it's got everything. You know, plus... It's the it's, second it's, act, when everything goes to shit. Yeah, cliffhanger, the, you know, the one of the biggest reveals in cinema history. Yep. I mean, there are people, like, that say... I remember when my kids were born, my sister, like, I was talking about, you know, uh, when I was going to let them watch Star Wars for the first time. And she's like, you know, you can let them watch it in, in episode number order. I said, why? It takes away the biggest surprise, the biggest shock of the whole thing. The revelation that we see at the end of this movie on uh, some parentage. You know, you watch it from the prequels going forward. And, pfft, that moment, you lose that. No, moment. the first time, no, the first time you watch, you first time you watch these nine movies... Yeah. You have to watch them in release order. That's yeah. that's pure and simple. After that, like right now, I'm watching them. I'm reading the novels in between, but I'm watching them in in well, on, chronological on Disney order. Plus. They actually have them all lined up in chronological order for you. If you want. Yeah. Uh, there's actually. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, if anybody's interested, I think I have it saved in one of my emails. Uh, I think it was last year. Uh, Disney Plus released, sent an email out. I think it was on May 5th, May the, or yeah, or May 4th. I'm sorry, May 4th, May the 4th be with you. Um, with a chronology of what, if you want to watch, if you've seen everything, but you want to know the order, 
yeah. Of course. On, 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 they, do, they do it for Marvel MCU, too. Yeah. So, of course, there he is. We get our... Yeah. So, we have our first... Um, our first look at Yoda. And, and of course, all of us kids were like, why does he sound like Grover? Because <laughs> it's Frank Oz. I know. But it was like, that's all we hear is Grover from Sesame Street for the most part. Yep. I don't know. I Yoda, Yoda kind of freaked me out a little bit. I got to be honest. As a as a, as an eight year old, really first time, first time, yeah, because he was a little. It's not as you know. He doesn't become wise till later, but he, he's kind of a brat, you know, in the beginning. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, the, the whole point, if in case you don't know, the whole point is he's he's being tested by, he's testing Luke's patience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he starts beating R2-T2 with the stick. <laughs> ah. Yoda. You seek Yoda. Jedi Yoda. He was just stealing his food. He's like, come on, I'm going to make you dinner, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> seeing the making of and seeing that Frank Oz had to be under this, like, uh, uh, wow. Yeah, this and under this like shelf that he's got to do it, but it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He's probably grateful that the uh, CG viewed it in the, in the prequel. Yeah, I know. Oh God, when they changed Yoda's face in uh, in uh, Phantom Menace, I remember going, "What the hell is this?" It's like you have the Mark Hamill car accident surgery. Like, this doesn't even look like him. It's like, what is, what is this? This isn't even him. But it just, it just goes to show, you know, one of the many lessons in Star Wars is don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Because, you know, you see this little tiny dude with these giant ears and this silly voice and this funny laugh, you know, it, it turns out he's probably like the great, one of the greatest Jedis that ever lived. This is one of Irving Kirshner's things was trying to do the byplay between, uh, Uh, the byplay between these two. This was one of the things Irvin Kirshner had to uh, to uh, scoundrel. <laughs> yeah. So according to the so while they're doing that, so if you want to watch things chronologically on Disney Plus, you watch Phantom Menace. Then Attack of the Clones, 
then Revenge of the Sith, then Clone Wars, then Bad Batch, which is a great show, by the way. Then Solo. Mm-hmm. Yes, then Solo. Then Obi-Wan. Did you watch Obi-Wan? Yep. It was very good. Loved it. Excellent. Then Rebels. Then Rogue One. Then the original trilogy. Then The Mandalorian. Book of Boba Fett. Resistance. Did you watch Resistance? No. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then the three the three new ones. So really what it what it what it does is it's Andor also. So because you gotta watch Andor before Rogue One. Yes, you have to watch Andor before Rogue One. Yep. This was last year, so Andor hadn't come out yet. Yeah, Yoda's got, I mean, Yoda, Vader's got nobody to answer to in this movie. Nope, he is the boss. Tarkin is kablooey. Yep, kablooey. Emperor's hiding somewhere. He's the boss, Vader. This is his one movie where he has to answer nobody. Well, here's the Emperor. And I feel like you see that in uh, Rogue One, he pretty much answers to nobody, too. The one time he talks to the boss here. Yeah. Oh, and the, uh, this is different. This was not as clear in the, uh, in the original. His face was more shielded by the, by the hood in the original. But again, George Lucas had to not give us any imagination at all. Yeah, he had to tinker. Actually, this whole conversation is different. This is where the start of the uh, the plot to turn Luke to the dark side. Begins. Correct. The mind the mind screw. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the dig of a set was was Yoda's hut, kind of with like almost right. like a tree trunk. Yep. And it had uh, you know you could put it on where he's like, you know, you position the figures, but they were kind of like handstands and R two D two is one of the things you could levitate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Jedi's got to eat. It's funny. Droids must not have short-circuited in water. Boy, things advanced, though, when we got to this time of history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Yoda's the best cook here. <laughs> or what, or whatever the food is. Goop. <laughs> Goop. And this is where you like, you know, as the audience, you start putting two, you put two and two together, like. Correct. No shit. This is Yoda.
Luke's like, what the? And you also notice that even Luke, uh, Yoda's mannerisms change. Now he's Yoda. Yeah. He's not just a doofy alien. He's like, he even stands straighter now. It's like yeah. Yoda. Also, though, as a kid, too, getting used to the way Yoda speaks was a little, took a little bit. <laughs> Unnerving. Yeah, I know. Looking in the book while he's talking to see if there is a story about Wedge in here. <laughs> oh, I don't know, because there's just titles. There's not. Yeah. I only one that I remember off the top of my head is about the, the red droid that uh that Lars was gonna purchase before uh R2 D two. Yes, I think that Baru Whites and Lars. There we go. But there's um I always think of uh Maw Rats. When I hear, uh, because the way uh, Silent Bob gives that uh, the line, was adventure, excitement, Jedi craves not these things. You will be. Yeah, they kind of. You always look a little sinister there with the delivery of that line. Yes. Oh, got our first uh, tie bombers here for the first time. Typhers are so badass. Then we get later on we get the tie interceptors. So cool. Yes, they def definitely threw out some of the uh, more uh, um, secondary ships in this second one. Yeah. Ugh. Those things are pretty gross. Minox. Yes. <laughs> Some of the grossest creatures in, in Star Wars lore. <laughs> yeah, you do that, 3PO. <laughs> Yeah, you do that. Yeah, when you can't see what, where you're stepping, that's where. I always love uh, in uh, Temple of Doom when they're walking, when uh, Short Round and um, what's her face are walking. It's like, oh, it feels like a fortune cookie. And then it reveals to be all those bugs. Cockroaches, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. There's an awful right. lot of moisture in here. Yeah, it's called spit. <laughs> There's an awful lot of moisture in here. Yes, yeah, it's called saliva. My knocks. Ooh. You know what my you know what they kind of remind me of? I don't remember what year Beastmaster came out. You uh eighty one. You saw Beastmaster, right? Uh those, those 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 creatures that would like yeah. they would just surround you and then all your flesh would come off. That's what a Minox looks like to me. Like those uh scary creatures. Nice. 
That is a great uh, vinegar. Vinegar Syndrome did a uh, did a pretty good version of uh, of Beastmaster. So pretty good version. Mark Singer, pre V. Dragon Slayer. That's another good one that came out in those early years. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, it's on Prime Video, Beastmaster. There you go. Can't do it on here yet, but you can still watch it. Yep. Yep, yeah, I got Dragon it. Slayer. I got it. I got it in 4K. Dragon Slayer is another good one. They just came out with a nice steel book of uh, Dragon Slayer. Peter I forgot who. Nickel. Yeah. We're taking off. <laughs> that is a big ass worm snake thing. <laughs> Just show out of space. <laughs> Got him climbing the ropes like in gym class. Yes. <laughs> yep. Makes me feel kind of funny. Like we used to ride the gym, climb the ropes in gym class. <laughs> we got a uh, you know Jedi parkour going here. Yes, a Jedi parkour. That's a good way to put it. Steve Willie would be pretty good at it. Oh, Steve Willie would definitely be very good at it. I have a feeling Ryan Gray would too. Um, you know who the villain is in Beastmaster. You remember? Rip Torn. It was Rip Torn. Yeah, it was Rip Torn. Uh, the characters. Who was a bad guy's name? I gotta look. Tiny Robbins name. was in it. Yep. Uh, Very Hachi Machi. Dar. Dar was a wizard. Max. Max with two A's. <laughs> Max with two A's was uh that was on heavy rotation early on HBO's years. Oh, definitely. No doubt. Oh, my God. No doubt. Yeah, you had the two ferrets. You had the, the, the badass black tiger. Yep. And uh, John Amos? John Amos, too. John Amos was there, yeah. Yep, John Amos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, as we keep watching this, I still... I still say that uh, uh, Irving Kirshner was a tremendous choice to direct this one because, you know, this one was predominantly uh, a character development movie, which I think is why a lot of people consider it the best of the, of the nine. Mm-hmm. Um, because it made everyone realize that, wow, yeah, we blew up the Death Star, but that's not the end of the story. So. We just met these characters. They're all young. They all have destinies that we have to explore. We have to. We don't really know, learn really who they are yet, right? And we get an idea, but you know, it's just yeah. You realize that uh, an event like that, you know, is the beginning of the story. Usually, mm-hmm. a, an event like that ends the story. But it just showed also how vast the empire was yeah you know mm-hmm. going in and exploring some caves here <laughs> yep this is actually pretty good uh 
pretty revealing scene here. Mm-hmm. I think it's a scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's a scene. The, the fears. Given the nice choice, sneak. I'd probably be rather be stuck on, on Dagobah over Hoth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you if you can handle the humidity and the strange animals, then yeah. it probably smells. Ooh, that looks Can't like a Komodo worse than the inside of a Tauntaun. That is true. <laughs> Not that they smell bad on the outside. Hmm. Hmm. Now, is this a vision or is this his imagination? Like, I think it's a vision. Okay. That's his big fear. It seems very random that Vader would just show up in this fucking cave. So you would think yeah. that it's definitely a vision. Yeah. And that Luke would take him down, like, you know, not easily. And behead him. And it's like, wait, that's my face. Kind of messing with his mind here. You're just sitting there going, what are we doing? Yeah. It's a great moment. And if you if you kind of figure it out, you kind of have an idea. But let, admittedly, none of us knew. None of us had no. a clue. <laughs> of course not. Oh, get the bounty hunters up there! Oh what God, a, what a what a life! It's my poster. It's my poster. There it is. We don't need this scum. Look at those sons of bitches. Boss. They all should have had their own movies. Yeah. There was supposed love, to be a, oh, was supposed to, love Boss. There was supposed to be a uh a show about the assassins. Yes. Well there are there are books, there are novels, Tales yeah. from Tales of the Bounty Hunter. There's Suckus, Denjar, 4LOM, Bosk, IG eighty eight. And of course the man. Robert Fettuccini from Tatooine. <laughs> I love I uh, robot. I stole that from Nerdist. <laughs> I like uh, Robot Chicken, Mister Feet, Mister Bob A. Feet <laughs> comes out with his helmet on and his underwear. It's pretty great, Mister Feet, Mister Bob A. Feet. Leah's Leah's face is just like she's just like over him. Leia's actually had it with 3PO2 now. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, the Empire just... They were just they were just ready for... After what happened at the end of the first one, the, the Empire just had a certain vengeance about them in this one. They were just there. They were taking it personally. Yeah. This time it's personal. This time it's personal. Oh, shit. 
Perfect timing here. <laughs> That's great. They're gone. He's just... And now Vader wants to know what's going on. It's like when your boss asks you for an update after like, you know, what? Uh, was I supposed to pay attention during that meeting? <laughs> yeah. Apology accepted. <clears throat> uh-huh. hmm. So we get the first uh, testing of the force here. Yep. Luke can't concentrate here. Can't focus. Because R2 won't shut the fuck up. Well, that's because the uh, ship is in the bog. Yeah. It's like, how are we getting out of here now, man? Such a doubter. This is where Yoda shows him. <laughs> Get the first uh You know what? I'd rather be a smuggler. Being a Jedi is too much work. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just smuggle and find alien chicks and carry a blaster. Yeah. This is too another, annoying. Another classic line, do or do not, there is no try. There is no try. Yeah, there's plenty of t-shirts with that. Mm-hmm. Whatever my kids say, I tried. I said, do or do not. <laughs> R2's getting a little too excited here. R2, it's really your fault. Not wrong. Oh, and he's like all sullen, like, oh, no, there it goes. Looks like all dejected. Yoda's just like exasperated with him. This is where uh, Yoda really shows his, uh, his power. Yes. Size matters not. <laughs> that's what she that's what she didn't say. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know what sucks is what what COVID ruined. Speaking of COVID, you, we mentioned it earlier. Yeah. 2020 was the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back, but of course, we couldn't go to any fucking theaters to see it. Unlike this year, which was the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, which I did see in theaters ah. a few weeks ago. About a month ago, I saw it in uh, Milford. It was very cool to see it in theaters. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to. It just didn't work out for me. Uh, I got lucky. I, I had I had an opening on a Sunday night and, and I got to see it. It wasn't in very long. It was only in theaters for like five days. I know. They don't they do not do these long enough. No. I always wish they would dedicate, like, in some of these bigger multiplexes, they would dedicate, like, one screen to, like, classic movies all the time. And I agree. This, this I agree. Screens. Just just run, like, the anniversary movies. Ten, yeah. You know, anything that ends in a zero or a five. Ten there's years, twenty an, years. Yeah, always anniversaries. Yeah. Um, and they throw a lot of old stuff. Like, Fath- well, if you follow Fathom Events... Um, 
Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. But... Well, I know you do, but I'm telling to our uh, to tell, our telling our, our many listeners, our listeners, viewers. Uh, um, Fathom Events, of course, is the company that does like all the cool. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's actually in theaters on June 7th, tomorrow. Why? Came out in 1981? I'm surprised nobody's doing like a, you know, a screening where you get to watch the four leading up to the fifth one. I know, right? How would you not do that? It's like ridiculous. That's ma- that's manageable. Start start early enough in the day. That that's not a that's not a terrible day. No. I mean, I, I remember trying to watch all nine, all eight uh, of these leading up to Rise of Skywalker. That was impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like trying to watch the MCU, I guess, nowadays, too. <laughs> well, now you can't. That, that would mean there's too many movies. So uh, yeah, hair, it's so. the uh, 35th anniversary of Hairspray this month. July, oh, and it's coming out, too, on a steelbook. Uh, July is the 40th anniversary of National Lampoon's Vacation. First one. Oh, very cool. Oh, I'm definitely going to see this, and I own it. But August uh, is the 50th anniversary of Enter the Dragon, uh, which is, of course, the one of the greatest mm-hmm. movies of all time with Bruce Lee, which came out after mm-hmm. he died, sadly. September is uh, 35 years of Rain Man. Uh, ooh, October is 60 years of the... Yep, apology accepted. What, 60 years of what? Uh, the birds. Oh. November is, uh, yeah, November is That's 40 years of Scarface. Watches. Yeah. I've never actually seen Scarface, top of my shameless. Oh, it's amazing. First you get the money, and then you get the power. And then uh, December is actually 40 years of a Christmas story. <laughs> we can invite uh, Scott Shiflett and uh, Logan Crossland to go see it on a big screen. <laughs> yeah. Kicking and screaming. Yeah, that's because they have no they have no taste. I feel like they're Logan. Crazy. Logan's a little young. We give Mud Pie the benefit of the doubt, but Shiflet literally has no taste. So <laughs> the shift head. The shift head. Smart move by by Han. Fleet's breaking up. Yeah, it's a classic maneuver here. <laughs> Finally, uh, somebody shuts him off. Safe. It's always in the garbage. <laughs> I just, the thing about like Star Wars, and you think about Potter, and, uh, you know, uh, um, it's called um, Tolkien and all these people, mm-hmm. these these worlds that they came up with, you know, creators of these universes, right? Just how vast and and down to the vernacular, to the creatures, to the planets, to the locations. It's it's just incredible to have come up with something like that. We can only wish that we had that kind of ability to just. And to Tolkien's credit, I mean, Middle Earth is fucking huge. <laughs> it's gigantic. At least, at least with uh, at least with the Star Wars universe, he kind of got to they grew it as time moved on. Yeah. Um, yeah. C.S. Lewis with Narnia too. I mean, 
I mean, if you just look at, you know, if you've ever seen anything on J.K. Rowling or any biologist and see how much work she did on, like, these... I mean, she wrote bios for characters that appear, like, on one page of, like, one book. <laughs> how in-depth she goes. Ah, they're being tailed by another cool ship that I don't think, I think they change, I don't think they call it what they call it here anymore because of the culture, right? I don't, they, it's referred to as Boba Fett's ship now. Uh, I'm going to type it in Wikipedia. I don't really want to go down this, this, uh. Cause you're going to go on a rant. Road. And I don't give a shit who gets pissed. Um. Let's see. Death Star, Executor. So, uh, so after the Yoda's display of... Uh, uh, of well, well, it doesn't say anything... It doesn't say anything on Wiki. It just It's technically still called Slave 1. Yeah. Starship like, used by Bounty Hunter Boba Fett. It's a Fire Spray 31. Um... This, this the ship design is said to resemble the. I had a slave one, and it actually came with a with a a Han Solo. Well, I'll wait till we Carbonate. see the scene before I mention it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think you used to be able to do. I don't know if you still can do it at, at uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Get yourself in carbonite. Really? Yeah, I killed me in carbonite. I have. Uh, that's what I have here. A phone holder, which I don't use as a phone holder. I don't think you've ever seen this, actually. Well, I might have had my desk at work, but you never want to come down to my floor. <laughs> you had too many coworkers I didn't like. <laughs> this is a phone holder. That's nice. I actually have one too, but it's not as nice as that. But I, it's in the other. It's in the closet, but I can't use it because it's for a. It's like for an iPhone eight. I swear to God, it's it's heavier than the lightsaber handle. <laughs> wow. That's cool. That's very cool. And it actually has a price tag on the back. How much do you think this was when I pur- I think I purchased 2018? Uh 50. 24.95. Wow. That's a good deal. Yeah. yeah, I have one, not as nice as that, but I have one in my other closet, but I can't it's it's for like I think it's for an iPhone 10 or something. It doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> but I had a I had a car, I had a Han and Carbonite uh I'm trying to reach Lando Calrissian. Who is Lando Calrissian, you say? Got another, uh, got a Cloud City, so a uh, planet, uh, basically the Jetsons, where everybody's living in the sky. Yes. It's just a thing that floats. Mm -hmm. The Cloud City, uh, Cloud Cars, they call them, I think, right? Uh, Those? uh, I did not own one of those. No, I did not own one of those. You could you could hold it in the middle and fly around with it like that. Yeah, I don't know if I had one, but I d- I definitely didn't. They were cool, but I definitely didn't have one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this and this movie flies by. There's, there's yeah, no and there are certain scenes like this one. This scene is is new because obviously technology allowed them to kind of. Hmm. 
is not wrong. guy at the, the height of coolness here. Yes. I mean, you think Han's cool. <laughs> oh. This guy's got a beat, actually. The coolness. Totally. Factor. Not many have that, but. Uh. Billy D. Complete with the robe. Uh, the uh, cape. Cape. He's got the, the you know the hair flowing, got the killer stash. This guy always freaked me out. Who Lobot? He's got a good. He's got a Lobot. Lobot actually has a pretty cool backstory. Oh, yeah? He's got a cool backstory actually in the novels. Ah, you learn the uh, the backstory of the Falcon a little bit here too. Your ship. Hey. Be fair and square. If you see Solo, totally fair and square. Mm-hmm. Really great casting. In Solo. Here's the great line. Here it is. Hello, what have we here? <laughs> Crack the Colt 45 out. We're ready to rock and roll. Colt 45. I, got, I, have a, I have a shirt that actually says Cloud 45. And it's Lando. It's, it's Lando holding a, uh, holding a Colt 45. It's pretty cool. Lando's suave hair. Forgot where they do a Cloud City again. They 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 produce something, right? Oil, I think, or gas. Yeah, yeah, gas. They were just talking about oil or gas. Three mm-hmm. hmm. PO uh, gives up somewhere he shouldn't, as usual. Oof. I think that's the end of 3PO. Chewie's uh, Wookiee senses are uh, tingling, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Blown to bits. Mm-hmm. Conflicted he is. Hmm. He's not wrong. You think Alec Guinness read the script like, oh, okay, I only got to be in one of these things because they kill me off in the first one. Right. <laughs> but at least he only, he only has to know like, uh, you know, 20 lines and, it, and, you know, he is one of the greatest actors ever. So this is probably an easy check for him. And go on a green screen. I love how they show, like, how characters age, like, between, like, you know, yes, 10 years, 
Like, this is what Leia looks like. This is what Luke looks like. This is what Obi-Wan looks like. <laughs> no different. Sort of. like 50 years, <laughs> it seems like. I'm curious to see how much, uh, see if it's under uh, casting. Oh. Listen. Wow, you're just willing to uh, sacrifice stuff on the land. Got to finish that training, Luke. fulfill his promise? Will he keep his promise? I mean, Okay, here we go. So, Alec Guinness uh, could not return as Obi-Wan because his failing eyesight required him to avoid bright lights. Hmm. Recasting him was considered out, was considered, but determined to recruit him, Lucas agreed to a deal in late August of 79, just before filming and finished. Guinness was paid 0.25% of Empire's box office gross for his few hours oh, of work. Jesus. So he, so Sir Alec walked away pretty good. Pretty handily. Yes. Wow. I mean, how long did it take to do those scenes? Three hours? Uh, Probably. And just talk about the deal Lucas made, man, to keep all the merchandise and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, Kenner was stupid. (laughs) Worked out pretty well for him. Yeah, I think he did okay. (laughs) I don't trust him either. He is my friend, you know. (laughs) Did Hunter haircut in Cloud City? They got barbers there? (laughs) No, I think it's a good comb job. Yeah. Pretty good comb job. Guy just he rescues him just in time. Yeah, this is the same race as um uh what's it called? I have spoken in the Mandalorian, right? Uh yes. Yeah, I, f- I forgot what they're called. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, you found him in a junk pile? Yeah. That's kinda that's kinda fishy. How would that happen? <laughs> Lando's always working the ladies. <laughs> I don't really care about Han Solo or your stupid droid. You are one hot piece of mama. <laughs> Han's like you fucking little turd. <laughs> Everyone's invited, of course, but I really just want you to come. Yeah. 
So Lando's still dealing with like black market for the most part. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking at uh, at uh, Wikipedia. You know who was? Uh, I don't know if it would have worked out. You know who was offered the role of of uh, Lando? Yafet Kodo. No, crazy, right? Yeah, he's a great actor, but no. Oh, tremendous actor! Good bad guy in Bond. He was in. He was in the first Alien. Mm-hmm. Running Man. Lando uh, made a deal with the devil here. Now, now you I'm probably sorry know too. this. So we're all we're all the other bounty hunters. They just they all went off to different uh, parts of the galaxy and Boba. Yeah, when they had the lead on them, pretty much. And Boba seemed to have been like Boba seemed to be like the ringleader of them. Uh-huh. So. Obviously, if you watch Clone, if everybody watched Clone Wars, Bosk was was uh, tight with uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. At least they uh, threw uh, the remains of three PO in there with him, so he could, uh, you know, pass the time. Do something. <laughs> I guess they're not in the pleasure lounge anymore. Now they're in a cell. Yeah. What kind of cell here? It's amazing how, I don't know, human-like they make Chewbacca. Because you see Chewbacca in, like, other movies without knowing who he is. He's a scary dude. Very. Yeah, but pretty much off the bat, you know, you're disarmed from from being afraid of Chewbacca. Hmm. Uh oh, that that doesn't look like fun. If you don't like new deals, don't watch the scene. <laughs> Oof. Ugh. Like, what is that? It's like you're just falling into a thing of electricity and death. I know. Like, you're just seeing your impending doom. (laughs) Which, in the original... We only hear mention of Jabba. We don't get that for Kaka scene. Oh, God, it's terrible. I know. And I assume you've seen it both ways, where it was human Jabba and then Jabba Jabba. Why C three PO is such an ungrateful bastard here? He he really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, looks like he had one too many at Olga's Cantina. 
<laughs> that's a big, that's a place you have to get to too. Yes, I, I am going to get down there at some point. I, I didn't get a chance to have a beverage there, but I did go to uh, Docking Bay 7 and had a Ronto wrap, and it was delicious. Good. Basically, I feel pork terrible. on pork. <laughs> on a pita. <laughs> uh, that's uh, two things that I like together, pork and pork. It's like a sausage and like regular cooked pork, and so good. You got And you got to try both milks. Because you got to see which one. Most people like the blue milk. Oh, of course. Course. He said a trap. My friend. He's got to get that key back up. <laughs> Things just go downhill from here for Han for the rest yeah, of the week. <laughs> pretty much. You're a real hero. That's the one thing, too. Harrison Ford plays that, like, I don't know, beat-up person well. Yes. He sell, he sells he sells the uh, face in peril yeah. very well. Because, I mean, low-key love regarding Henry. And that is a tremendous performance by him. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh boy. So Captain Solo is a guinea pig. It's damaged. You will test on Captain Solo. I guess Dagobah is not that far from Cloud City. Guess not, unless you took the you know left lane and passed all the cars <laughs> and passed all the X Wings in the middle lane. Yeah. Yep. God, you feel such an asshole sometimes. <laughs> Ungrateful robot. Oh boy. You wonder what's going to happen to Han here. I remember crying in the theater because I thought he was dead. Well, we all did. I remember six, seven years old. I remember crying in the theater because I thought he was dead. I thought we were never going to see him again. Yeah, Vinny's just like, yeah, we'll pay you if he dies. Chewie's not going down without a fight here. Hey. The, big the princess. You have to take care of her. Mm-hmm. It takes facing death for Leah to finally kiss him. <laughs> I love that. You have a, uh, you know, down. You see all those 
couple shirts you can buy. Yeah. You know, I have, you know, like I have one. I love you. Clubs. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. They have those all over the place down there. Well, they say it in reverse in Jedi, so. Yeah. Now, one thing I don't get, though, is he goes down there, like, with his hands cupped, but then he comes out. <laughs> True. Maybe they melted. Yeah. Yeah. I guess as as a kid, this was probably jarring to me. It was very jarring to me, considering he was my favorite guy, seven years old. I was, mm-hmm. I was pissed. I mean, at first you're like, you know, worried. Then they confirm in a moment, you know. It's like, oh, geez, he's like a block of a uh, rock. Oof. Oh boy. Yeah, just a slab right there. How's he breathing? Crazy. Yeah. I know. Can't, can't, we can't bring logic into some of this stuff. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Vader just does what he wants when he wants. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was jarring. Mm-hmm. When you're when your favorite, you know, because you know, you're seven years old in 1980. You don't know what the frick's gonna happen next. So your assumption is, shit, he's done. I'm never going to see him again. I didn't have anybody else that was a favorite guy. I kind of was leaning on Lando, too, but. As a kid, I was probably more of a Luke guy. But as as I got older, Han, you know, became more. I don't know. Did they announce Jedi at this point? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like uh, thing, movies were different back then. I feel like that's not what they used to do, you know? Yeah. I don't think I knew about Jedi coming out till probably 82. There was, there was probably trailers late summer, and then there was definitely one at Christmas because it came out in May of 83. So yeah. there was definitely a trailer during Christmas time. Well, at first it was Revenge of the Jedi also. Yes, it was. And I'll tell you something. You could talk to Tech. Tech, I'm sure, brought it up in past shows. Uh, if you could find an authentic Revenge of the Jedi poster, good luck. Because if know, you're a movie I know poster where there collector. Is one. There's one at the AMC Freehold. Oh. I go there when I go out to my aunts in the summer. And I go to the movies. I go to that one. And they have a Revenge of the Jedi poster there. 
And I, I look at it, I'm like, it would take an Ocean's Eleven-esque heist to get, heist to get that out of there, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, they're like, um, I mean, they're like $3,000, $3,500 if you want to find an authentic. You can get a, a replica like on, but if you want to get one that was actually made in 1982, they're like three grand. Wow. But you can get like you know replicas for like thirty bucks or whatever. Hmm. Ominous with the trap here. Hmm. What what this uh, episode showed was that emotion can get the better of you. That's a classic shot of Vader's silhouette. Yeah. Uh, how just with ease Vader's saber comes out. I mean, just look at the size difference. Luke is going at him with, you know, two-handed and Vader's just like swatting him away, basically. Yep. Wonder if somebody ever went and did a definitive ranking of all the lightsaber duels. Like, uh, probably the most emotional one is probably Anakin and Obi Wan at at the end of Episode Three. This one's pretty good. Duel of the Fates. Yeah. Those two guys had action figures. Those two best been. Security dudes. Yeah. They were figures. Anybody that was on camera got a figure. For the most Pretty part, much. Yeah. From from Kenner. <laughs> you can still see head. What? Han. He's the only one who called him Han. Yeah. Everyone else called him Han. He called him Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, here's the chances of uh, Han getting away. Or then rescuing Han. You know he must be serious. He ain't got no cape. That's right. Oh, what a great ship. Mm-hmm. When you got it, it had a handle at the bottom, so you could fly it either way. Ah. It's very cool. It's very cool. They, they have a Lego set for it. They, that doesn't uh, surprise they, me. They call it Boba Fett ship on the, on the box. Well, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, I don't need any fights that I would win anyway. So, mm-hmm. but it's just so cool how it flies basically upright. Yeah. Now, I never noticed this before. C-3PO calls him Chewie. I never remember him ever calling him Chewie. Like, I always thought he called him Chewbacca. That is true. Well, at least they know where Boba Fett's going. He's going to 
Tatooine to Jabba. So at least they know where he's going. It's not like he's... Every time I hear, I hear James Earl Jones now, it's like a mix between Vader and Mufasa in my head. Yeah, yeah. You are my son and the one true king. It's like, wait, what? It's like a little monkey. <laughs> Impressive. No mention of Yoda here. I don't think he says where he is. Yeah. Yeah, see? Peter Peter knows that Yoda's alive. That's what it is. Yeah. Because don't forget, see, this is a good good thing because now we know, thanks to the Obi-Wan Kenobi... Well, no, because in the first one, he must know he's a Force ghost because he ghosted it in Episode 4. But in in Vader's eyes, he thinks after Order 66, they're all gone. So, but that's what it comes down to is who trained him? Obi-Wan must have trained him as a Force ghost, according to Vader, because Vader saw him disappear in Episode 4. Well, I think they know that more than one Jedi survived Order 66. Like, I don't think they. I don't think they. they I don't think they, the Empire was that dumb to think like Obi Wan or like they got all the Jedi. No, but I think when these first came out, when Grandma Tarkin says in the first one, "You, my friend, are all that's left of their religion." I mean, in in their eyes, that according to the Emperor, they're all dead, and who else yeah. are you going to believe if you're on that side of the fence? I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, you know, obviously some slipped through the cracks, but Obi Wan technically did, and we find that out in the fourth yeah. one. But other than that. You figure it's been how many years between the first between in the in the 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 uh, timeline between Order sixty six and here that there's anybody left besides uh, Obi Wan at least yeah. before Episode four. So who knows? Oof. Ah, Luke, uh, we had a, we had a, a fake out for a moment. Thought Luke may have been gone. Yeah. We know Leia can handle a gun, so. It's very true. That's pretty fast. Sometimes the astromechs are a little too uh, convenient in some of these stores. Yes. Although, although I got to tell you, again, R2 is my guy when it comes to astromechs, but Chopper is freaking cool. Yeah, he is. Chopper's Chopper is like, cool. Chopper's R2 with like a little more personality, I think. And yeah. Arms. Thank God, Chewie and Leia don't shoot like stormtroopers. 
Uh, correct. I think it almost proves that they should have just stuck with the, with the clones. They were better shooters. Yeah. They hired regular everyday schmucks, and look at them. They all suck. <laughs> you should have kept with the clones. Yeah. <laughs> C-3PO fair weather friend there. <laughs> he always is. you for a second. I tell you, R two is like your car in Spy Hunter. He's got every. He's got all the tricks. Yes. It's like stay. <laughs> Hit the door. Yeah, you think for a second maybe Lando was going to buy it for a second, but I don't think they could afford it. No. <laughs> Now they, we get to the moment. Yeah, how they build these things in the sky. Crazy. <laughs> just the engineering marvels in the Star Wars universe just gets me. <laughs> and there's plenty and there's and let me tell you something. There's enough there's plenty of books about it that people yeah. would enjoy would, would get about construction of many things. Ah. Now, not the best lightsaber duel, but I think this is the the most meaningful. Yes, because I feel like the Jedi one didn't last very long and ended up being very one sided. This is like yeah. sort of one sided, but not really. Yeah. Also, to this point, you're thinking like Vader's like this thing, right? You don't know that there is a human under there. Effed up human, but a human nonetheless. Here it is. Destroy you. This is an amazing scene. Where are you going, Luke? Yeah. (laughs) Never told you. He told me you killed him. You know that, except for uh, James Earl Jones, I think that page was taken out of everybody's script. Really? So it wouldn't leak. Yeah, so it wouldn't leak. Hmm. I mean, they very, no. I mean, you probably know this if they did. They probably could have shot this on a closed set for the most part. Minimal people. They may have. They actually may only, have. Only two actors, really. David Prowse 
and uh, you James know, Earl Mark Jones Hamill and Mark Hamill because James Earl Jones had to read the line. So yeah. He's like in his head, like dumbass kid. That was a pretty good. That was, that was, that's one magic shot there to get in that hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez. How'd you how'd you get that lucky? I know. Yeah, and then he lands and right in the spot where there's a trap door. And yeah, and his you know, by his his ass, basically his ass saves him here. That's how he lands. This guy's is one good hand there. Yeah, that nope, he can't that, get to. <laughs> that ain't working. Yeah, he's kind of screwed here. Yeah. Yeah, he's just gonna just gonna find like a skeleton sitting up there one day. <laughs> good thing is, uh, he's got that uh, his core is uh, is pretty good. Yes, after all that uh, dig about parkour. Yeah. Here's a another like what moment? Like how does Leia hear him? Is there like a connection here between them? Now why is to argue with a Wookiee? Oh, he's not happy. There's the walking like Batman in that first movie where he just yeah more like more like Batman returns when he's taking out the the acrobats. Mm. Did you ever play Rogue Squadron? For the, uh, yes, long time ago. Tour. Yeah, yeah, that was fun because you got to fly all the different ships. And yeah, it was very cool. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, what's the one coming out, or maybe it already did. No, I don't think it's out yet. It's the one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, the, it's it might it might not be coming out till the fall, but mm-hmm. yeah, I still got to get Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Lord knows when I'll have time to play it, but uh, I got I really wanted 1313 to come out. That would have been great, because it's about time we had a video game that didn't have any fucking Jedi in it, and we could just shoot <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just fell right in the hole. A lot of uh, perfect timing. He's got, he's got the Fast and Furious laws of physics going here. Yes, exactly. Ah, just going to space, just a couple of dudes. Yeah. 
I, I thought of it because there was a, a level that my a friend of mine got stuck on and gave up. And that was like the third the third level where it was the search for the Nona and you had to fly one of those yeah. uh, passenger ships. Other than that, yeah, we get our first a, get our first look at an Imperial uh, Imperial uh transport. Transport or uh can't think of the word. Shuttle. Yeah, shuttle, that's right. Shuttle, that's what I'm thinking of. I feel like this was the they added that. I don't think that was in the the original. I feel like that was added because that's what he was on at the beginning of Jedi. Yeah. Hmm. We're at the first. Maybe not. <laughs> it's like what I do. <laughs> Can't trust anybody. DTA, man. You didn't fix my ship, man. <laughs> the whole movie's about the Falcon's damn light speed. Yeah. What an ungrateful patient he is. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? The reason I just realized, you know why C-3PO is annoying us more than, than any other movie is because the tone of this movie is like, 3PO, we got more important shit going on and all you're doing is whining. Yeah, basically. Father. Luke, you shouldn't be out of bed, dude. You look like shit. You do. <laughs> and you have no hand. Yeah. I forgot about this little song and dance with the TIE Fighters. Yeah. Don't, don't piss that Ben now. This is all added. I don't remember any of this in the original. Yeah. Hmm. Hyperdrive or fixing the annoying robot? Hmm. Hmm. It's a real Sophie's choice. Plug him into too. the. <laughs> plug him into the hyperdrive. And that's our first jump to light speed in this movie. And it's like, with about like, you know, five minutes left. Oh, Vader's pissed. Again. They're like, somebody's getting choked out. He's like, oh, shit. He lives, though, because he's in the third one. Yeah. 
get caught up with the rebel fleet here. We'll find Han. Because I'm the only one that calls him Han. Did, uh, what's his name call him Han in Solo? Uh, Glover? Did he call him Han? I don't remember. I got. I, I got. I haven't watched Solo in a while. I got to watch it and see if he calls him Han in that too. I got. Ah, uh, Y Wing. I love those. I had a Y Wing fighter. They were pretty badass. Yeah. I'll try to remember when I get there in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on my pacing. I don't have anybody for Jedi yet. To watch with me. I have to figure out. Tatooine. We'll find Han. I don't know about Han. But we'll find Han. <laughs> Hey, technology, man. He was a he was an action figure. I had that figure. The, the thing came out of his come out the the medical droid. I was sitting there in their robes. I like Y Wings too. They they were the hardest to, to fly in uh, Rogue Squadron, though. Yeah, but they were cool. Uh, it was a cool ship to own. Yeah. We also you love the um, one of the things about the movie is kind of like the cliffhanger ending. Basically, like it's like where, where do we go now? Like Han, you know the revelation. We're still kind of reeling from revelation of vader being luke's father yep. you know is what's what's the connection with leia here going on i mean you know are we going to like where where are we up to next you know but still it's still that it's it nobody none of them have taken it down anywhere near close you know, as great as some of the movies have been, and there have been some that have been eh, nothing comes close to Empire. You know, people Kudos to Lawrence Kasdan. The guy's a genius. The guy's a genius. Um this is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. This is one of those ones that I could watch a zillion times and never get yeah. sick of it. Ever. Ever. I agree. Uh it's, um it really, and I'll say it again, I've said it multiple times tonight, it was a great choice to get Irvin Kirshner to direct because he's a character guy and this was about characters. It was yeah. also about how emotions can get the better of you in the end. And now it's time to regroup and come up with strategy. And the first thing they have to do is go get Han. Um, well, we know where he is because that's we know that that's at least one thing. We don't have to guess. We know that that he's on Tatooine because that's where Jabba the Hutt lives. Yeah. So, but I tell you, man, I'm pretty sure I saw it a second time in 1980, like a month later. Um, it's just oh. so good. And it sucks because had we, had we not had COVID Ratchet, in 2020. Burgers in this? Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. He's uh, one of the dudes. He's one of the... Yeah. the um. Background right. guys, yeah, yeah, wow, pretty cool. Pride of Bridgeport, Connecticut. You you could see movies in the theater because movies in the, we're in the theater for months. 
Yep. Particularly ones that were this good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, watching because one thing I love, I I enjoy about doing the stream lounge is that you, you watch and you're engaged in a conversation as you're watching, but you're noticing things for the first. Oh, absolutely, time. absolutely. And for me, this is tonight was probably the like 38th time I've ever seen this movie, so yeah. it's okay to have a nice to be. I don't have to. I don't have to like look at every second of it. But again, you and I are watching, like when it comes to the. Uh, the, the 97 redo and all the shit that Turkey Giles there did afterwards, I always catch something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm pretty close to have caught every scene. I do know that Jedi does not have nearly... When I, when I saw it a month ago uh, in theaters, I, I noticed that he didn't touch Jedi as much yeah. as he did these first two. Obviously, he did a lot to the first one. He did a pretty decent amount to this one. But he didn't do a lot to Return of the Jedi, as far as I can I can gather. So, um, from but, what I can remember, I remember just uh, I don't know how many times I purchased these movies between like the VHSs. I think I had two different copies of VHS. I had two different. I think I had it on DVD. I th- I don't know if I have them. I may have them on Blu-ray. I don't know. I have to check. I had the the theatrical on DVD on um VHS. I bought the three pack in '97 when those came out. I had the uh uh somewhere in there. I have the uh the gold widescreen box of the original trilogy and in the other room I have the uh the Blu-ray set that came out I don't know 10 years ago the this the one with the Tatooine and it's Luke walking but it's uh Anakin's as a child sta- uh, uh shadow even though it's Luke walking, something like that. Then they, 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 when Disney bought it, they repackaged it, and it's just got Vader yeah. on the front. But, um, yeah, and I have, uh, I have, I, I own all of them. I have yeah. the three individuals, and I have uh, Solo and uh, and I don't own any of the shows because they're all on Disney Plus. But I do own all nine movies, all eleven movies. So this is amazing that we're only four years away from the 50th anniversary of A New Hope. We old. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. I uh, we were talking about this over the weekend at my brother's house. Uh, my brother and I have seen all all of them together, um, and we were talking about like movies and credits and everything. And you know, obviously, the MCU taught us to never leave until the lights come up. And I knew that at the end of Rise of Skywalker, I remember standing in the aisle at the Cinemark in North Haven. And I just stood there and my brother's like, you ready to go? I said, not yet because, uh, because this is it. This franchise encompasses my lifetime. I mean, I was four years old when this came out three years old. And now here I was, uh, you know, 40, 2019, 46, 42 years of my, of my life was invested in this franchise. Uh, Whether it was books, comics, uh, TV shows, the movies, or... Shitty holiday specials. Shitty holiday specials that, even though everybody wants to own. um, uh, When people ask me, you know, what was... Is wrestling, like, the biggest pop culture thing of your life, of my life, you know, in my life? And I said, no. No, Star Wars franchises. 
I've been a Star Wars fan longer than I've been a wrestling fan. And it's the franchise that I, that, that I relate to for me in my childhood. Yeah. And, and I rem- that, so that's why I remember waiting literally until the lights came up at the, even though I knew nothing was coming up at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It was. You didn't want so, it to end. No, because it was yeah. the end. Any movie after this is not my generation. It's somebody else's. Yeah. So anyway, right. uh, this was right. fun, Andy. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm glad I waited for you. This was, you know, with respect. And I know you're you're probably the most knowledgeable Star Wars fan that I'm friends with. And I I wanted to give you the chance to be fair. And I wanted to do it with you anyway. Well, I appreciate that. Me too. You know, I appreciate so, that. I do too. You know, and and if, if you if I'm around for Jedi, shit, I'll come and do Jedi. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> three three, four weeks from now, possibly I'm taking that. Right. I'll be um, I'm not doing something in two weeks because I think I'll be away. But, um, yeah, so, you guys, before we go, we close the stream, you got anything you want to uh, promote? I mean, this will be released as a pod in, like, a couple of months, probably. That's fine. Uh, place to beat.podbean.com, the PTB Wrestling Network, all the best in classic wrestling podcast content. Uh, we are the, the gem of the quadipods, obviously the PTB pop experience, the, uh, the no-so and the Jenny position within the no-so. Uh, we all do the best we can, and we do it for you. Uh, I even though I turned 50 in the last well whenever this aired a month ago yes. uh, PTB turned 10 so uh, we've worked very hard the last decade uh, myself Andy and the rest of us here mm-hmm. to give you the best in anything pop culture music Star Wars wrestling whatever and uh, we'll keep it up for you and so yeah. it was an honor to be with you tonight I enjoyed this very much yes. thank you sir uh, yeah check check me out here uh, the cadence for Blockbuster uh, Rewatch is not as rigid. You know, sometimes I, I move those around. Pixar stuff, I'm doing every other Wednesday because I do a lot of those solo because I can't. Right. You know, Pixar is backwards or forwards, so I always do three shorts. Um, I, I dip my toe into some Disney animated shorts. I did um, Steamboat Willie, first ever appearance of a... Uh, First, uh, you know, technical appearance of Mickey Mouse, although he, there was one earlier, two earlier, actually. And I did Get a Horse, which is my favorite Mickey short of all time, which is on Disney+. Plus. I highly recommend that came out with Frozen back in 2016, I believe. Ah. But, yeah, yeah. so check out, yeah, I, yep. I have one show on the Wrestling Network at the moment, and check out everything here on the, the Pop Experience. Uh, we'll have uh, Scott Always's got uh, ideas on things he wants to do for the pop experience so he will mm-hmm. be uh, you know dropping in at, at some point here again hopefully we'll get him back on the video jukeboxes yes uh, i know soon. yep um, i know i know it's okay you know and uh hopefully uh 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 tech and i will be doing our next uh mini series i guess you will of a franchise i believe i know he already did uh he was on blockbuster rewind for Indie, so we won't do that. I believe the next one might be Transformers. Nice. Might be Transformers. So we'll see. I gotta, yeah. I gotta hook up. With it, so yeah, uh, Transformers I can't do on here, but Indie I have slotted probably for towards the end of the year because I'm gonna okay. finish. Once I finish Star Wars, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go to Potter. Scheduling was just too hard with with Schiff and Miranda that I'm just gonna just gonna go through and do them, and then yeah, I think after that I'll probably do the Indies because the new one will probably be on Disney Plus by then. They'll be able to do all five. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, once again, thank you, everybody, here on Scream Lounge. Everybody comes in later on to view the, the Scream Lounge here. And everybody listening to Popform, thank you very much. 
and we'll see you on the next one. Scott, as always, my pleasure. Thank you again. You too, brother. And we'll see always. everybody next time.